is Thinking Drinking, a podcast about drinks, trivia and social history with absolutely no tasting notes. I'm Tim and I'm joined in the virtual pub by my drinking buddy, Ileri. What are you drinking and thinking about today? Hello, I am drinking a session pale ale called Easy Lover from a local brewery to me in Swansea called Beer Riff. Cheeky shout out to them. Uh, and let me just open that before I say what I'm thinking about. Oh, that was underwhelming. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hang on, I've got, I've got one to open too before you introduce. Let's see if I can get a better sound. I mean, I don't know, but I think it was. Yeah, mine sounded like a wet fart. <laughs> Good start, mate. <laughs> so that's what I'm drinking. And I'm thinking about Estonia. Oh, my word. Okay. <laughs> now, <laughs> there's a very good reason why we're uh, thinking about Estonia uh, today, and as one of our early podcasts. And that's because that's essentially how we met, isn't it? It's where we first became friends. Do you want to tell the good listeners why? Yes. Um, so Estonia was a place that we on our first week or maybe months, but I don't feel like it was as long as a month, maybe a first week in a job that we had together. Um, so we worked for a rather large tech company. You're not going to say who they are? Well, it depends how much we're going to talk about Estonia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like statute of limitations has passed. I mean, it's been, it's um, been five years or something since we worked there. I think we're good. Right. We used to work for a company that, Rhymes with Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> and during our first week there, we had to go to Estonia for some work. Um, and that work trip basically turned into a stag do, really. It was ridiculous. Uh, it was my first couple of days of getting to know you. And, well, we're still friends now. God knows how many, <laughs> how many years later. But... I think that made us really. Yeah. From the moment we got to Estonia until the moment we left, I I'd made a good friend and probably destroyed a couple of organs. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was. It's got to be. It's about ten years. I think. Wow. We're either we're either between nine and ten years or ten and eleven years. It's something like that. But it was. I do remember. It was. It was your first week because we were supposed to start at the same time. But I ended yeah. up started about three weeks after me. So it was my first month, your first week. And wow. off we went to Estonia. Wow. Thinking back, we were still on probation during that trip. <laughs> yeah. And and how we got through probation, given our performance in uh, Tallinn, it's, it's quite something. Yeah. So I didn't tell you what I'm drinking. I'm, I'm on um, lockdown lager from Brewdog, which I thought was appropriate because we are on lockdown. Um, yeah no tasting notes obviously but I was thinking to myself before we started recording this I really wish I had some Vanna Tallinn left do you remember Vanna Tallinn I've probably got some somewhere have you 
I'd be really yeah. jealous if you did because I actually really liked Vanna Talon. Um, and I remember there was always some around the office because whenever anyone yeah. came back from Tallinn, they'd bring a bottle and just sort of stick it in the in the middle of the design table. We'd help ourselves on Fridays. <laughs> Did you actually like Vanna Tallinn? I'll be honest, I can't remember. There were so many things we drank up there, I can't remember. Shall I, shall I remind you? So it's the, yeah. the, it's the dark bottles, which you'd mostly see sold in the airports with a... Uh, the original has like a white label and it's a rum based liqueur that has spices in it like cinnamon and vanilla and uh citrus oil and then they have kind of other varieties as well which are winter spiced and it's about i can't like, remember that percent proof kind of kind of deal so it kind of it tastes quite deserty and a little bit Christmassy. and nice. i was always under the impression that it was like an historic old Estonian recipe um, and then it it turns out in my research for this that it was actually developed in the 1960s wow. <laughs> so it's totally a 60s drink and not at all historic <laughs> herbs of Estonia so I kind of I feel a little bit um, duped by the airport sales yeah do you reckon it's just one of those drinks that they whack together for tourists yes Damn. <laughs> that said, it, <laughs> that said, it was it was everywhere around the Estonian-based office. Um, so, although they they were very young in general, so maybe they didn't know it was actually as young and touristy as it was. Or maybe it's like the hooch of Estonia, mm. the buck the Buckfast of no, maybe not. You know it's, not <laughs> it's not that bad, but we should totally do an episode on Buckfast one time. <laughs> yes, I've never had it, so yeah, let's do that. I'll what? drink a whole bottle of Buckfast while we record it and see what happens. Okay, that's that's going to happen soon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? You remember any facts about Estonia as as a country beyond our performance there? Um, I know that it's got uh, a castle just outside of Tallinn called Kick in the Cock. Yes, because we took a photo of you kicking me in the cock. Yeah, <laughs> but we were drunk and it was dark and the photo was really blurry. So it was what I can't remember <laughs> is how we got that photo, because I'm pretty sure it was just us two out on the town at that time. And did a tourist do it? I think we'd been out drinking, obviously, and then we decided drunkenly before we went back to the hotel, we needed to find it. And I think it might have been our last night, so it was a bit of a frantic yeah. week to find it. <laughs> and this was back in the day when data in Europe wasn't that easy to get. And I seem to remember just trying to connect to Wi-Fi hotspots here, there and everywhere to get Google Maps up and running to try and head in the right direction towards it. Yeah. And we, we didn't have much. It kind of became it. It kind of became a pub slash Wi-Fi crawl until we found it. But it took so long that we were quite drunk and it was dark by the end. So the photos <laughs> yeah. are great. The photos not great. I mean, it is because we got there and the expression on our faces is good. But you're not going to find it in a tourist guide. Um, it's funny though. We had so difficulty connecting to because uh, Estonia is one of the most digital and connected countries in the world, certainly uh, mm -hmm. in Europe, they have, you can get um, e-citizenship if you if you don't feel like being a business in the UK at the moment, uh, which gives yeah. you access to all the EU stuff if you have an online business. They have um, uh, voting 
online that they've had since the early 2000s. And I think like when we were out there, we found everyone had gone to some sort of technical university and that it's one of the um, startup capitals of Europe. So kind of highly advanced, highly connected in terms of technology, but the old town is so old, like it's medieval, isn't it? Yeah, it's beautiful. Definitely recommend a trip to Tallinn if you've not been. Yeah. Some of their pastimes, um, they love wife carrying. That's one of their... <laughs> yeah, they have the wife world championships. Wow, um, okay. It originated in Finland, but Finland and Estonia share quite a lot of uh, culture. They're always hopping over the water to each other. They also love swinging. Are you a, you a, fan, of, are you a fan of swinging with your easy lover? I feel like this is a trap. Is this legit like swinging sexy time or is it like they love swing? <laughs> you just trying to get me get me to come up and say I love swinging. <laughs> I mean, partly. Um, so they they love swinging on giant steel swings. They're like rigid swings, and they rotate a full three hundred and sixty degrees. Um, it's called, I think, I believe it's called kiking, but it could be kikiing or, or kai kaiing, which I believe is very sexual again uh, in the drag world. So, uh, but yeah, they they love doing that. Swing, swinging and wife carrying, they are into their sports. I mean, they, why aren't they both interconnected? <laughs> and um, all their public transport is free, which is excellent if you're going on um, a little pub crawl. Are the big swings free? Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. Yes. I've not tried to access one. Um, how, how I think they probably there? do have them out in public summer, but it's like a proper, proper sport. So you probably have to pay to be some sort of training club, I would think, otherwise you're going to seriously injure yourself. Uh, I'm glad we didn't like drunkenly just happen upon a swing <laughs> while we were out there. That well, that would have been the end of us. I mean, <laughs> the most dangerous thing we did was go shooting, definitely. Yeah. Um, because there was no tra safety training involved. There was safety training, him, and it was pointed at your face. <laughs> yeah, he said. He said, "Don't, don't shoot yourself." That was the training. <laughs> like, okay, cheers, cheers for that. Thanks. Um, beer facts: They are one of the top consumers of beer in Europe. They kind of go up and down the top five from the various stats. I've noticed sometimes mm -hmm. at one point they were the biggest consumers of beer, um, but, but they go up and down. And yet, um, they only have kind of a recent history of tasty craft beer. Uh, and only in the past sort of five years or so. Before that, and when we were there, there were only two main breweries. So Northern Estonians favoured Saku, and the Southern Estonians, I believe, favoured uh, <laughs> now, I don't know if it's A, Lecoq or Alacoq, like, yes, from a I remember. Could you remember that? On, um, on, a, on a separate work trip with one of our French colleagues, I remember very drunkenly being sat in a hotel bar, laughing for too long at him going, ah, Lecoq. <laughs> I remember that being in like a red and white can. It was, yes. it gave me like red stripe vibes. Yes. But it did the I'm not going to dos and um, diss Red Stripe. I like Red Stripe, but it seemed a bit classier. 
Yeah, so <laughs> it's if you go there these days and order either of those two, you'll probably get a look um, because, I mean, it, it's the same as everywhere, right? Any of the old mass producers, you don't really order them if you go into a pub and you're a beer drinker anymore. So yeah. they're, uh, uh, they're certainly been challenged by the, the newer upstarts. And it's interesting because the newer, you know, they've had a long history um, of brewing beer as, as peasant folk. Uh, <laughs> and then it was with the Industrial Revolution, obviously, the factories took over, it was just those two breweries, now they're coming back, but they're rediscovering a lot of the old recipes that they used to use. So local flavourings like birch and moss, and all sorts of kind of like really interesting Scandi-Baltic style flavours. So I definitely want to try that again when I go back out there, because we didn't really discover much in the way of beer, I don't think. Yeah, we definitely really. need to go back. Yes. Now we have um, a, more of a mature tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a mature tonguing. Absolutely. Um, one of the drinks we definitely did sample was the Millie Malika. Ugh. Do you, do you want to, do you remember this? Do you want to tell folks about it? Even now, sometimes if I really concentrate, I can still taste it. Mm -hmm. It's horrible. I mean, I don't know the, the the full history of it, but from what I gather is it's really damn cold in Estonia. And so they just concocted something that you could drink that would burn your insides enough for you to not be cold when you went outside. <laughs> well, I've got to tell you, as far as I can tell, it's another one of these things that you might think has more history than it does. So the, the Mili Malika is just um, tequila, Sambuca and Tabasco. So none of the mm -hmm. kind of spirits or ingredients that you would traditionally associate with Estonia. Um, <laughs> and really Malika means jellyfish. Um, just means jellyfish because of the way they layer up. So it's Sambuca and tequila mix, but they drip the Tabasco on top. So it kind of looks like a little uh, jellyfish creature inside the shot. It looks, it looks quite pretty and unassuming. Well... It depends whether you want to drink jellyfish, which I'm going to pass. I, I think, I it's think it's quite nice. I mean, if you told me, if you told me that I was like a little grenadine or something in the top, I'd be like, oh, delightful. If you told me it was hot sauce, then <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be so keen to get it down my neck. So we had to go and sample it because it's, it was a tradition of new starters uh, to the company that you had to go to a very specific pub called Valley Bar. Which, it was a bike soft initiation. Yes, exactly. And in fact, you, if you even type Millie Malika into Google, if you uh, spell it successfully, you can see videos of very well-known Microsoft employees downing Millie Malika shots. Um, <laughs> Steve Walmer, let's call him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we're pretending not to be everyone. It's fine. We can talk about it. The thing's incriminating. I don't know. I'm kind of like with I it now. I quite enjoyed it. Um, so it's yeah, it's part of the initiation ceremony. So we we went down to partake, and it's kind of a um, I mean, it's a dingy little bar, isn't it? It's one like it's a dive like, bar type of thing. I remember. I remember it being. This might might be wrong, but I seem to remember you go in, and they are quite proud of the fact that it's the oldest bar in Tallinn. Um, yeah. But when you walk in there, it's like a a square shaped bar, so you can kind of yes. 
walk right around it. So it feels quite big in there, even though it is quite small. Yeah. Um, but it was it was a strange atmosphere. Um, it was that kind of saloon bar feeling when you first walked in where everyone went a bit quiet. But yeah. then as soon as they started talking to you, they were really friendly and could wait to get Minimalakas down our necks. So. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? It's weirdly both local and tourist. Yes. It's like unwelcoming, hostile, but tourists know to go there. <laughs> I think it's kind of like part of its shtick is that it's a bit, it's a bit unwelcoming reader. It's definitely from um, TripAdvisor reviews I've, I've read. So, um, so we had to partake and we, um, we partook quite a few, didn't we? Because we were feeling competitive. The, uh, the Estonian yes. colleagues were making out that A, we wouldn't be able to handle it. And B, Estonians can drink much more than you soft Brits. They haven't met a Welsh bird before, obviously. <laughs> They've never heard of a Welsh bird. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard? Bird is the word. Um, <laughs> and um, I mean, many of them didn't even make it to work the next day, did they? Those, those poor people no. who took us out that evening. We ruined them and they're locals. <laughs> Bike resort. <laughs> Do you want to hear some facts about jellyfish? Um, yes, I have a fact. Well, it's not a fact, it's just an interesting story. Um, just the, the Welsh word for jellyfish. Um, it's one of those funny ones. So I, I'm sure there is a, a direct um, translation to jellyfish. But mm -hmm. in Wales, we call them Pascod Wibbly Wobbly, which is just Wibbly Wobbly Fish. <laughs> I mean, look, I know, I know all language is made up, but <laughs> surely that's made up. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the whole microwave thing, everyone thinks it's called thing. but it's not. It's called a microdon. That's the, the translation. So I'm sure there's a translation for jellyfish, but we just say Pascod would believe on me. I love it. It goes, I think um, next time we go back, we're going to order that instead of Millie Malika and see if they understand. <laughs> they, they'll probably remember us and not let us in, to be probably fair. Remember but... us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, okay, so jellyfish facts. Mm -hmm. Did you know over 60,000 jellyfish have been in space? What? Yeah. No, I don't believe so, you. <laughs> in, <laughs> in 1991, over 2,000 jellyfish polyps were blasted into space to test how they react into zero gravity. And while they were up there, they reproduced and created 60,000 jellies. No way. SpaceX. Yeah, exactly. Jellyfish SpaceX. Um, but they didn't cope so well when they came back to Earth, um, as nothing oh. does, really. But still, 60,000 jellyfish in space. That is... Um, they're so weird, though. They don't have brains or hearts or bones or anything, really. They're, mo they're like 95% water. They kind of freak me out a little bit. Yeah, it's... What happened when they came back from space? What, what went wrong? They, I think they just like couldn't cope emotionally. I don't blame them. If I've been around space having some kind of crazy orgy, it would be a bit of an anti-climax coming back to Earth. I mean, let's know, I suppose. That's something to aim for, isn't it? You can get a Virgin Atlantic flight. and <laughs> That's what I'm going to ask for Christmas. Not Atlantic, what do they call it? Intergalactic. <laughs> On an intergalactic space orgy, please. <laughs> I just feel like Dear Santa. <laughs> 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 oh, 
I mean, Santa's got a sleigh. He can probably take you up there. How do you think Rudolph got that red nose? <laughs> God, for Rudolph. <laughs> oh, how do we already get on to uh, Rudolph molestation? I don't know. We've done, we've had swinging, cocaine, we've got SpaceX. No. All right, even let's... half three in the afternoon. <laughs> All right, let's talk about something sensible. Let's talk about Panani Vane. Yes. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> so while we were in Valley Bar, um, I was thinking, what else do they have to offer other than Mili Malika? I looked at the drinks menu and discovered that um, red wine is Punani Vane. And I couldn't quite handle that for a little while. But then <laughs> we discovered how to cheers. Yes. And um, it took us a while <laughs> to understand exactly what it was. So Estonian for cheers is Tervisex. Tervisex. As I would as I would pronounce it. But um we they kept they kept saying it without really explaining it to us, I suppose, and we overheard it and tried to join in. But what did we think? <laughs> Terrible sex. Terrible sex. And so yeah. all night, all week, and years afterwards, I've been cheersing people as, with terrible sex, which I think is yes. quite a good. There's something quite satisfying about wishing terrible sex on people. <laughs> You've got to maintain eye contact as well. So, you know, there's a lot of people that say that when you cheers, you have to maintain eye contact. Otherwise, yes. you are going to have terrible sex, which. Well, I'm never quite sure when I do it whether it's a curse or an invitation. I think if you just have that upward, upward incline at the end, mm-hmm. it, you could differentiate then. Terrible sex? <laughs> exactly. I like the ambiguity of it, though. <laughs> Terrible sex. Also, um, well-known pubs, historic pubs, Hell Hunt in Hell Hunt Pub in Old Town, which you would think is kind of like, oh, it's named after being rough or some rough area or whatever. But actually in Estonian, it means gentle wolf. Gentle wolf. That's nice. Wolf. I guess it's a nice part of it. All of Old Town's nice. Did we go there? Um, not that I remember. Yeah, I don't remember. But that remember. doesn't mean we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Probably had many in there. Uh, I do remember, actually, now we're talking about lovely pubs there. Um... I went back to Estonia during the winter. So I seem to remember when we went, it was very cold and there was a bit of snow, but it wasn't like full on Estonian mm-hmm. winter. Yeah. Um, I had to go back there one time during the crazy heavy snow and there was a makeshift, I want to say pub, but it's not really a pub. It was basically an igloo made out of snow right up near the top of the old town where you, where you overlook everything. Mm-hmm. And it was beautiful. It was like this proper igloo that they've made with snow seats and everything. And it must be just like a winter thing they do. They build it and you could go in there and have wine and punani. Aww. Wine and punani veins. <laughs> punani veins. Hot punani veins. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was really nice. <laughs> Lovely. I'll have to dig through my old photos of it. Mm-hmm. I don't think... I don't think it even had a name. It was just literally this little cool igloo looking thing. And I was having a nose and then a very polite man said, well, you can come in and have a drink. I didn't realise it was a public house made of snow. Oh, that's nice. Oh, yeah. I love the places that I do to go back. Um, 
So after we'd experienced the Van Halens and the beers and the Mini Malikas, um, we decided the night couldn't end there and discovered a karaoke bar, which is death of quality drinks, isn't it? Like if you're, if you're going out for a nice drink and you end up in a karaoke bar, you no longer expect to be having nice drinks. As I recall, you went crazy on the Jaeger shots. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yep. And um, a drink-themed adventure we had is that I believe our first song that we got up and did was Rehab. Yes, it was. We, we wanted to represent <laughs> Britain <laughs> to Estonia. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so, uh, so we did a, 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 a slurry British rendition of Rehab, followed by one of my personal highlights in my life, um, which was Sweet Child of Mine. Except that, um, I mean, by this point, we were convinced we were like highly paid lounge entertainers. Oh, and yeah. So during the instrumental break, I went into the crowd to chat to them and discovered a table of <laughs> table of Swedish people <laughs> that I wanted to dedicate the song to. And so changed the chorus to Swede Child of Mine. <laughs> and as I, I recall, it went down very well. <laughs> I can't remember if they enjoyed that or not, but in our minds, it was, we were on the pyramid stage of Glastonbury. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd be shocked if they understood what we were doing at all, but in my head, it was an absolute triumph. And I think it was at this point, the <laughs> the Estonian colleagues politely left, the ones who had been dying to leave since we did out yeah. God knows how many millionth mini Malakas. Um, that was their exit. They were like, yeah, we can't be doing this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we're done. We're supposed to be in training you tomorrow. And uh, <laughs> they didn't make it. They did not make it. Um, so one other drinks-ish themed anecdote I can think of from that time is, um, you know when you stay in nice hotels and <laughs> sometimes get like, a bottle of wine in a bucket or something. Not the, just the mini fridge, but they actually give you a complimentary bottle of wine. I mean, we stayed in a nice hotel, but I didn't, I don't recall getting anything free in my room. How was, how was, um, how was yours? I... <laughs> <laughs> I was blown away by the generosity of the Estonians upon my arrival, that's yeah. all I can say. Um, I had wine. I had a fruit basket, I had chocolates, um, everything I could have wished for was in that room, it was beautiful. Um, <clears throat> and it was by far the nicest hotel room I'd ever stayed in, um, and ever will stay in. It was huge, it had rooms that I legitimately didn't know existed. Um, there were nights where I was like pressing on a window, uh, pressing on a mirror, doing my eyeliner, and it did that kind of like, click thing like a hidden door like a click i was like oh what's in here another room another bathroom it was just that that level of ridiculous was this room um so i mean it's it's crazy isn't it because we both started we were both new we both started the same month mine was just a standard dream i don't, I don't really understand yeah. why there was a difference so the i've never had this before with any other company and we had to book our own hotels and flights and travel and everything to this. Um, I mean, we got reimbursed, but we had to book it up front. Yeah. So we had, well, we didn't have to pay up front. We just had to book it. They had a booking yeah. system on the internet and it was literally like, go in, book it, 
and then the rest will be dealt with. So I thought, oh, okay. And our boss, we were sat next to each other in the office and our boss said, yep, go on, go ahead, book it. And you logged in and you booked it. And I was looking at it and I was like, oh God, there's so much choice. What am I meant to book? And I, you'd already booked. So you'd obviously just had the standard room choice, clicked it and checked out. (laughs) And so I turned to my boss and I say, well, I'm having trouble booking here because there's so many options. What do I do? And my boss said, well, it'll it'll gray out anything you're not allowed to book and it'll only show the things you are allowed to book so just book the top option on every one so i did didn't really give it any second thought um until we had to check out of said hotel and our boss at the time said can you pay for this on your card is that okay and you you obviously get the money back but can you put it on your card for now Uh, and this was like my first kind of well-paid jobs so I didn't have a huge amount of money in my bank account with it being my first week I hadn't had my first pay packet so I kind of reluctantly said yeah 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 I put it on my card thinking it would be a you know a thousand euros maybe and I can't remember the full amount she asked for can you oh it was multiple thousands but I don't remember how much it was many 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 thousands compared to my few hundred (laughs) let's say 5,000 euros just to have it it's a good Um, so yeah so I'm checking out and she said uh, that's 5,000 euros please (laughs) I looked over (laughs) to my boss who was waiting for me and you could see he was just ready to leave and he was stood by the door waiting to go and get a taxi and I just gave him that eye that was kind of saying help (laughs) and he came back to the desk and he said "Uh, what's the problem I was like I I don't have this much money on my card I didn't realize how how expensive this hotel was sorry and so he said okay I'll put it on the company card that I've got how much is it that's five thousand pounds sir (laughs) he just looked at me like did you use anything from the mini bar no (laughs) like like he literally could have spent thousands and thousands of pounds (laughs) on the mini bar (laughs) Oh, oh I, I ate 2,700 boxes of Pringles. <laughs> I mean, I would if I could. Mm. Um, We've all done that. But I just innocently, honestly, I was kind of crapping myself at this point because it was my first week and I was speaking to my boss. And there were already so many reasons why you would get fired. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, probably still smelt like mini malacas. Um, so I played him with him like no I didn't use the mini bar I did eat the, the fruit and the wine and the chocolate and everything that was there but it said with compliments he's like wait wait why did you have fruit and wine and chocolate and everything and she's like oh it comes with the room and he's like what room was she in and it was at that point she informed us that I was staying in the presidential suite in the hotel <laughs> um, for some reason when I went into the internet to book my trip before we went there were no security settings on there as far as the internet system uh, as far as the internet was concerned um, I was Steve Warmer so yeah I just maxed out everything and I was staying in essentially MTV cribs <laughs> it was a beautiful anxious panic-ridden shameful moment from you that I really enjoyed personally um the fact that you just hadn't clicked at any point until until we checked out I I remember phoning my boyfriend at the time and being like oh my god working for Microsoft is just like next level you should see my hotel room (laughs) (laughs) And that's why the travel policy was changed thereafter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
since then, I think karma has definitely caught up with me. I've stayed yeah. in some hell holes. <laughs> so, sure. not fine. least of which is um, Swansea. So, um, yeah, man. <laughs> I think we're definitely due some sort of reunion with Talon at some point, and we should update everyone on what the um, beer situation is these days. We should um, we should st- save up and stay in the presidential suite one night. <laughs> <laughs> We'll never be able to afford that again. <laughs> All right, well, um, our, our glasses have run dry, which means it is time to slap some vodka on the hot coals and get slapped with birch. Uh, terrible Ooh. sex, everyone. Terrible sex. Terrible sex. Wherever I may roam, or land or sea or home, you can always hear me sing in this song, show me the way to go It's Tim here with some secret bonus content that not even Illyria knows about. But don't worry, it's not going to embarrass her, only me. So uh, we both had tickets to go and see Eurovision (laughs) in Rotterdam this year because we're like that. And um, obviously distraught that it's had to be cancelled or postponed, but understandably. And to compensate for that, we... Uh, went online and watched the Isolation Eurovision Song Contest where some people pretended to represent other countries and made up songs for them. And so I decided to do that in honour of this episode. And so I am representing Estonia with my entry, Terrible Sex. I was in Estonia drinking in a bar Wanted to get closer, but didn't get too far Cause I didn't know the language, so all I said was cheers You slammed your drink and said, that's not how we do it here We say, terrible sex, terrible sex Look me in the eye, it's time for terrible sex, terrible sex now get another round, it's time for I was in Estonia, drinking in Valley Bar Ordered Punani Vain, but got me Limalaka We next some Valital and all I wanted was a beer I said, I think I might be sick He said, that's not how we do it here We say, terrible sex, terrible sex Look me in the eye, it's time for Terrible sex, terrible sex now get another round of sample. Now I know my Estonian sucks, but surely they aren't calling me a bad fuck. Why don't I Google a translation of cheers? Oh shit, terrible sex is not what they say here. It's turvy sex, turvy sex. It wasn't clear when they say cheers. It wasn't terrible sex, terrible sex. Now get another round, cause it's time for... Actually, I don't know. I don't know, man. I should, should probably go home. Oh, I feel like I've been kicked into cock. <laughs>